The Big Show, episode 60. The legend of Heat Wave, breeder Max Folly, joins Matt Lautner and Brad Hanowitz. We have Max. Yeah, I'm here. Max. Oh, hey, yes, Max. sir. Yeah, I'm here. Max, this is, Max, this is Matt Lautner. Uh, I asked Brad Hanowitz to set in on the call. Okay, Matt Lautner coming to you live from, uh, Reedsburg, Wisconsin, on a Friday night, and of all the podcasts that we've done, about 60, the most exciting, the most awesome, in my humble opinion, I'm joined tonight by Brad Hanowitz as my sidekick, and Mr. Max Foley from Warsaw, Indiana, the breeder of heat waves. I wasn't, I wasn't a full-time farmer. I worked in the orthopedic business for about 40-some years. Okay, I was born in September the 18th, 1932, six miles northwest of Warsaw. And uh, my grandmother delivered me and born at home. That's awesome. Actually, I had to join the Navy in uh, 1950, and then they put me, I was a hospital corpsman in the Marines, put me in the Marines. Uh, Then I served four years during Korea. Then from there, I came home and uh, got married and started working at Zimmer, or the orthopedic company. And I always loved cattle. My uncle, Don, he raised uh, registered Angus cattle. Oh, I was probably maybe 10 years old. So I've been way back there. He went to Illinois and and bought a registered Angus bull for a 1000 bucks. And everybody thought he was nuts. He ended up with some really good cattle, and he made money. We, I started a, a Richard Angus business with three businessmen. They needed something for a write-off, sure. and I managed, I managed the cattle, and that's kind of where Heatwave came out of that that group. Sure. Just a couple background questions. I mean. We're living through amazing times in world history right now, and I'm kind of a historian even outside of Club Kev. But uh, back in the, you must have been about ages 8 through uh, 13, I guess, whenever the World War II was going on. Do you have any recollection of that? My dad was an auctioneer, and uh, he had four children, and so he 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 didn't have to go. Just another question. Because I like history, where were you at on November 22nd, 1963, when President John F. Kennedy was assassinated? Moments in time, you might remember where you were at, possibly. I think I was at work at Zimmer. Uh, When did you get married to your wife? I got married as soon as I came home from the, as soon as I got uh, discharged in 1955. That's amazing. Congratulations. And how long were you married for? She passed away in 2012, and we were married 57 57 years. That's awesome. Wow. I had uh, a son and a daughter, six grandchildren, and now I've got 17 great-grandchildren. At the time that Heat Wave was bred, how many cows did you have on the farm? I'd say around 10. My highest number, I think, was only about 14 cows. And I think that's a point that we need to, to focus on. I mean, uh, there are breeders out there with hundreds of cows and big embryo programs. And Max Foley, I want you to hear these words out of my mouth. 
you raised the most influential bull of all time on a 10-head herd. How about that? Well, I'm going to tell you now, I want you to put this in the book. Yep. It's only by the grace of God that that happens. You know, I I will like Heat Seeker, but, you know, I was really dumb for breeding uh, a little heifer, a 900-pound heifer, to him. <laughs> Let's just focus on that for a second, Max. Uh, I know the story a little bit, so I'm going to tell the audience just to fill them in. The bull heat wave was out of a first calf heifer. That bloodline of that heifer was Taz, is that correct? That's an old main bull, correct? Exactly. Just just to tell the full story, uh, whenever Gensini and, and Phil came uh, in contact with him, the, the bull was represented as a playboy, and it was nobody's fault. I mean, I think it just got lost in communication a little bit. So a year, the first year or two yeah, he was yeah, on the market, he got caught. He got called a playboy, but uh, it then eventually got updated to Taz as the dam of the of the bull. See, I didn't I didn't know much about that being listed as playboy. In fact, I that that's kind of news to me. I you know I didn't really I wasn't up on that. I guess in Denver, the year that he was displayed, his his display sign said "dam was playboy." Uh, but anyway, oh, okay. let's, let's hmm. just let's just keep working our way through it. Uh, okay. So the the heifer was about 900 pounds when you bred her. Uh, just give give me the play-by-play as far as uh, what happened when Heat Wave was born. And then we've got some old pictures that you gave me a couple of years ago that we can post with the story about kind of his upbringing and, and the bottle feeding and all that. But, the story was I got I had hip surgery uh, probably about oh three weeks before he was born, and I. Uh, Kind of, you know, I, she was ready to do the calf and I, I just wasn't, you know, keeping track of her that much. Well, so I had my boy go out and, and, uh, and, uh, check her and she was, she was trying to have a calf and she wasn't going to have it. I, I, I finally took my crutches and went out and looked. So we called the vet and two vets came, him and his daughter, they were both vets. And uh, they cut him out, and it it took him a whole. I mean, she went down in the chute, and the guts all spread all over the the floor. They worked they worked on her for a long, long time, and got the calf out. And he he was he was perfect. He's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Doc, he got a bucket of water and he. He poured a bucket of water in her, sewed her up. You know, and the words he said was, "She'll probably, she'll probably won't make it." Yep. So he left. He left, and then my son got a five-gallon bucket of water and took it out to her. She got up and drank that water, and then she had, I think, one or two natural calves before I started fleshing her. The little bull calf would go on to be named Oscar. In that first year, uh, the, the first calf effort, you had to bottle feed the baby calf, right? I mean, you you had to help the calf out, or did she raise it on his own? Well, she she, she raised, she, he nursed her and we bottle fed Both. Yep. Done both. No, I'm not uh, trying to make light of it, but it's part of show cattle history, and 
I don't know how many more comprehensive interviews you're going to do over the next 10 or 15 or 20 years, but uh, my question <laughs> to you is, is how 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 heavy or how what was the birth weight of uh, Heat Wave approximately? I would say uh, approximately 100 and between 135 and 40 in there somewhere. You're nursing the baby calf, and was he pretty vigorous, pretty friendly? I mean, could you give me any oh, unique characters? My boy, when you see him there sitting in this chair feeding him, and he had the halter on him, and and he was he was uh, he was the talk of the town. Everybody, we all loved him, and just I mean, was, I knew he was going to be a good one, but he had one foot that. Uh, turned out real bad. I think it was the front foot. And I think it was because of the way he was laying in the in the cow and I think it just kinda of growed that way. And I I called Purdue and was checking about it if they could, you know, scrape the inside of that so that foot would turn, you know. But I never done it and it, it eventually straightened out itself. And then he really was really looking good. And I called uh, Nowatsky, and he ca he came and him and Joe Gensini was basically doing his uh, I guess trimming feet for him and some stuff like that. And they came through sure. and stopped and looked at him. Uh, okay. Did you name the bull? Did you name the bull as a baby calf, Max? We we called him Oscar. Uh, you called in Joe Gensini and Barry Norwatsky and uh, little Oscar was kind of, was it August or September? I think around in there, probably, I think probably early September. And then yep. uh, guys, they went on the field and then they looked at him and and uh, Norwatsky just told me, he said he, he's just too little. Yep. And they left. And then in about, I would say, two to three weeks, Joe called, Joe Gensini called me, and he wanted to know if I still had that calf. And I told him, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm just getting ready to castrate him because I've got my grandson showing him at the fair. And he said, no, 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 don't. He said, I'll be there tomorrow. And look at him. <laughs> yeah. So, so he... He came. He came. It was. It was. A little, it was dark. It was late in the evening. I had him in a box stall by himself, and I uh, turned the light on. No, Joe. He was. He was a snuffing it then. So he got the snuff out of his back of his hip, hip pocket, you know, and put it in his mouth. And then he walked in and took a look at him, and he about swallowed his snuff. He was so good. <laughs> he about choked on it. Then I ended up, I ended up just giving him away, basically. I got, I got 100 bucks for him. Tune in Saturday night to hear how much Heat Wave sold for out of the pasture, and then what he sold to the next owner for, and also the rest of the story. Heat Wave, the greatest bull of all time.